Technology alone is not enough. It's technology married with the liberal arts, married with the humanities, that yields the results that make our hearts sing. This is Wright Brennan with Lost in the Midlands, brought to you by Seawright Roofing. And I am fired up today to be here with a longtime friend, a real professional, an outdoorsman, an industrial engineer, a Clemson Tiger, my buddy Sam Cruz with Red Zone. Sam, thanks for coming on today, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Excited to be here. Heck yeah. Now, we talked about what quote we're going to pick to open up your interview and it is pretty cool that you picked that one from a and, and tell everybody who that is from. Yeah, that's from uh, Steve Jobs, and uh, it was shortly after I think the iPhone, iPad, one of those. Uh, but I thought it was a, a great quote because uh, I love technology and yeah. solving problems and yeah. kind of the engineering nerdy side of things. <laughs> um, but uh, the quote really kind of emphasizes that it's uh, those just solving problems. You have to have a problem to solve and a solution, yeah. and that's going to really be about uh, connecting with people. And uh, if you're not connecting with people, you've kind of lost sight of whatever you're doing. Yeah, it brings it like down to earth. Kind of, it makes it like a real human kind of like connection, like just like what you said. Yeah, so that's a beautiful quote, man. Um, all right, let's talk about your beginnings. Yeah. Columbia, everybody. Right, yeah. <laughs> AC Flora, Forest Acres. Falcons, baby. Right. And um, you made the decision to attend a uh, in-state school. Yep, went to Clemson. Grew up a Clemson fan, and, uh, you know, growing up, I had all kind of ideas what I might do one day, but uh, at some point, uh, I knew that I just wanted a good education, yep. and uh, I didn't know much more than that, but I knew Clemson uh, would be a good place to do it, because uh, I'd been there a lot, Yeah, and I uh, went for it and had a great time. Heck yeah, and Clemson is a, tech, I mean, it's an engineering-focused right. school, and you have quite a math mind. Is that would you say that you know you, that kind of started prior to Clemson or? Sure. Yeah, I was on uh, the math team at Creighton, um, and uh, yeah, I always just enjoyed math. Uh, thought that it made sense to have a uh, answer at the end of a uh, a problem. One answer uh, that always worked out well. Yeah. Uh, so like I said, uh, kind of going into high school, I didn't know exactly how I wanted to apply math, but I did know I wanted it to be a big part of uh, my career. Yeah. So. Uh, General engineering at Clemson was awesome. They make you go general engineering. Uh, I didn't have any specific engineering I wanted to do, uh, but starting off in the general engineering program, I got a little taste of all the different type career paths within engineering, yeah. uh, which I've heard people describe as you know just applying math to real life. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, kind of nice, but I uh, found industrial engineering. So I had never heard of it before. Um, I, I remember actually I called my dad and said, hey, there's a whole group of people that are just finding the most efficient ways to do things. Um, he used to say that if I had uh, spent as much time just studying what the teachers told me to do as I was trying to be efficient at just passing the class, then I would have made straight A's. Uh, but, you know, I spent my time how I did. But, uh, yeah, industrial engineering, I thought it was great. Got to really learn uh, a lot about industry and kind of the yeah. generic, how to apply math and reason uh, different things into general industries. Yeah, okay, so when you go into the industrial engineering space and like that's kind of like the direction you're coming out of Clemson, is that, you're in, you're currently, what field, are, like where are you working now? 
So I'm in the, I call it the manufacturing, I work for a software company, uh, but our customers are all manufacturers. Okay. So uh, our software is a solution for teams and uh, workforce collaboration, uh, specifically in the manufacturing field. Uh, and I've done similar things across a couple companies, uh, Red Zone about six years. Yeah. I've also worked in manufacturing sites and worked with another software consulting company. Uh, but the kind of common theme there has been teams and technology, yeah. uh, teams using technology. And I've kind of found the manufacturing space to be a fun place to implement those. Yeah. It will, I mean, when you were getting the industrial, is that degree kind of geared specifically for, or, or is there other applications of that degree? There are a lot of applications, uh, but the manufacturing is the most, uh, how, how should we say, uh, just Prevalent, standard. standard. Okay. Uh, and it's kind of the easiest that when we're making widgets, it's easy to do math on a widget. Uh, and you can spend four minutes per widget. Yeah. Uh, and the fun part is actually applying that to the people and kind of the industrial psychology side. Uh, but instead of that four minutes, it's now four minutes plus or minus four minutes and uh, a lot more variables. At Red Zone, we say that uh, people are a lot more like cats than washing machines. A washing machine, if you push a button, it will do what you tell it to do. Uh, but a cat, if you pet one on the head, uh, the next cat might act completely different. And when you're dealing with humans, uh, you can't just get a big Excel sheet and prescribe this is how we're going to do things. You have to have a little bit more of that uh, treat them like cats mentality. That is interesting. It sounds a little bit like, you know, y'all's product kind of helps um you know, it, the, the, you're gaming the humans. It's not just it's not just the product itself. You're trying to make the whole plant work with the people inside it. Absolutely. That, that's really the name of the game is we gamify, we make it fun, uh, yeah. we tell everybody the score. Um, and, you know, we really think that everyone wants to do a great job. So the number one thing we do is implement what we call the visual factory. So big old TVs, some companies uh, even have a jumbotron and just show the score. Yeah. So with a couple simple lasers and a very simple view of your manufacturing site, how many widgets are we outputting uh, versus how many do we want to be, we can give you a red, yellow, green, how are we doing, and now everyone's kind of uh, looking at that score, and then next we can say, how's line 7 doing versus line 8? And then we can put who's the operator of line 7 versus line 8, and all of a sudden, if line seven's going up and you're the operator of line 8, you want to figure out what you can do to create a few more widgets to... Uh, and then uh, the collaboration, the help needed, uh, it really uh, all comes together to make a great team environment. That is awesome. Um, when you guys go into a, uh, a new, you, you basically have a new customer, you're going into a new plant, talk a little bit about some of those, like, I bet the, some of the initial challenges, because I imagine, you know, working with a new group of people, you got a new system, there's a little bit of a, um, you may even have some pushback, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the change management is huge, and uh, the really cool thing about Red Zone is we're doing the exact same thing now that we did 10 years ago. Oh, wow. uh, it's a very simple, uh, quick, comparatively to other software, it's a very quick change management. Yeah. Uh, all we're going to do is get that minimum data, like I mentioned, yeah. uh, ready to show the score of you having a red day or green day. We're going to do some very basic configurations. We're going to get iPads and TVs, things that you know how to hook up yourself. Yeah. And then we're going to launch. And uh, we're going to talk to people, we're going to get their feedback, we're going to include your team, but we're not going to over-engineer. We're not going to uh, spend 12 months line-iteming every product and getting exactly down to the second, uh, you know, what that detail is. 
Uh, people do need to do the engineering work and that detailed work, but what we're doing is just uh, enabling teams yeah. and enabling collaboration. So we keep it simple. We just stick to the vital few things that a manufacturing site needs to enable its people, yeah. and uh, boom, it takes off quickly. You show up with some iPads and T-shirts and uh, get the right people on board, and uh, before you know it, you've got change happening. I mean, it sounds like it's a fun place to work now. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> like the whole culture goes from showing up to work to showing up for the team and the competition and all that stuff. No doubt. It's uh, it's hard work, yeah. and you've got to kind of – we call it hand-to-hand combat. you got to go there and just <laughs> deal with that pushback. Yeah. Uh, every site's got someone who does not want to touch an iPad <laughs> or yeah. someone that has an Excel sheet. They spend a lot of time on keeping yeah. the score, and they don't want someone else to keep score a slightly different way. Right. So you just go to those people – and sometimes they have great feedback. Hey, whoever designed the, uh, my environment in the iPad app didn't do a good job. Great, let's get that feedback. Let's make a few changes uh, real time. And now you've got that person on board. The neat thing about pushback and change management is I found uh, over my career, typically the people that push back and fight you tooth and nail in the beginning are your cheerleaders in the end. Oh, wow. Because really what they want is what's best for their factory. Yep. And I remind uh, my uh, employees and uh, colleagues all the time that, you know, just because we know how awesome Red Zone is doesn't mean this manufacturing site it does. Yeah. They may have used lots of terrible software that was implemented terribly, <laughs> and they've been through a lot of pain, yeah. and they think we're the new flavor of the month. Right. And until we can show them differently, we have to give them space mm. uh, just and keep telling them the message that, hey, this is a tool for you, uh, and then just show them. And then once, once it uh, happens, it's just up to the team, uh, and it, it, it's amazing how often and uh, reliably it happens. And it's probably, I mean, it, easy for even you guys to see the impact it's having since you've got scoreboards and you get to feel the, the vibe in the room just with all the, you know, the culture shift. So that, that must be re- is rewarding side of the job. Absolutely. And we, we've talked about a lot about the workforce collaboration and we see reduction in turnover. Like the, the numbers are tangible. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't want to start spouting numbers. Our sales team and website has lots of numbers and one pagers, yeah. uh, but the, the, there's a tangible drop in turnover, which is just outshadowed uh, anything we could have done as far as productivity. Uh, and the funny part is we started off as the red zone production system. Yeah. And we do get 20 to 40% productivity out, uh, output, wow. which means uh, we say you can do five days of work in four days uh, when you get that big of an uplift. And uh, sites are saying, yes, that's great. We're making so much more money. Uh, but let me tell you about what it's doing for our people. That's really what's changing our world is we're making a little more money now, yeah. but we're also building a culture for the future because we're all here manufacturing as a team and people want to be part of our team. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And who's like an ideal customer? Like, so uh, there's got to be a lot of different people in the marketplace that would be ideal, but. Sure, absolutely. Right now, it's everyone that manufactures something. So if if you manufacture and you have a team that needs to work together to produce output, uh, we are a great fit. We're uh, customizable, four modules, productivity, and then compliance, which is paperless quality checks and operator checks. That is changing the world for a lot of people. Uh, we are CFR part, uh, we are compliant, we can help you with whatever, uh, all the different, we have lots of different compliance systems, but yeah. digitizing your quality and compliance program 
really changes a manufacturing site. And now we have learning module, reliability to help with maintenance. So we have a solution for everything. Um, but like I said, we start simple. Yeah. We help your team work together and amazing things happen. Uh, we did start and we are, uh, most of our customers are in the food and Bev yeah. industry. One of our first customers was McIntyre Produce right here in Columbia. Oh, cool. And uh, still a customer using all four modules now. Uh, great customer producing uh, uh, different vegetables uh, for a lot of uh, different uh, companies around here. Yeah. But great customer, great team. I've gotten to go over there several times. Uh, but it's always uh, fun to see South Carolinians uh, joining that. So you guys are going beyond the, the borders of South Carolina. Uh, across the country, oh, we've been uh, across the country. We're around the world. We're in uh, all the all the biggest. Uh, Purina was a big uh, implementation that I did across the U.S. Wow. Uh, we're all over Europe. We have a separate European team. We're now in China. Uh, we were all a little nervous, but uh, all the communication and uh, everything's happening uh, in China, Asia, uh, South America, yeah. we're in Colombia, Mexico, so around the world. Very exciting stuff. You've spoken a lot about your professional side. I know you're a busy man. You're tra you travel. You know you're juggling a family, et cetera. So how do you kind of stay grounded? Just uh, trying to kind of, I guess, stay focused and uh, on a kind of a week by week basis. You know, it's uh, I, I always try to remember what I can and can't control. So yeah. that, that locus of control. Uh, sometimes you get pretty excited and you start having big dreams. You know, as as we're talking about, kind of looking back and looking forward. Uh, but it's just kind of t eating the elephant one bite at a time and uh, handling what you can control. And and to extend on that, I know you're an outdoorsman, you know, sure. fly fishing, deer hunting. How how does does that help in the space of kind of staying grounded? And absolutely, I think you know we a lot of uh, you know what we do when we're designing systems, uh, you know, is kind of looking at nature. I think I think you know and thinking of how flow we we uh, have a saying, flow is king. Yeah. Um, and we're talking about manufacturing flow and industrial engineering and tack time and lean manufacturing. Uh, but then when you go out to a river, there's just analogies everywhere. And I do think uh, a big part of just kind of staying uh, well-rounded uh, and uh, having that motivation to work hard and accomplish things is going out and just enjoying yourself, enjoying nature, uh, going and challenging yourself to catch a fish. And it might not be the most efficient use of your time, but uh, those four hours where you were just focused on what fly and yeah. what part of the river and what color, uh, you know, that focus and taking your mind away from the day-to-day, -day, it's amazing how good you'll feel when you go back to work um, and just feel reinvigorated. Awesome. I can relate to that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, Somebody who's thinking about going to Clemson, interested in engineering, would you give them any advice about or, or any insight into into the the journey there that's ahead? Ooh, um, I think you know, I'd say Clemson engineering, you know, really anywhere. I'd say, uh, you know, stay open minded for opportunities. Yeah. And uh, remember that you know whatever opportunity you have doesn't doesn't mean it has to be the rest of your life. Right. That if uh, something looks really fun and you want to do something for a few months or a few years, I'd really encourage, I think especially now, you know, even in the last couple decades since I was at Clemson, uh, the world is changing where, you know, I think people should be trying different things yeah. and uh, dabbling around that, uh, you know, I'm actually in my second stint at Red Zone. I was uh, with Red Zone for the first year and then went and did some other things and came back and Went and did a lot of different things in my 20s. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's going to be more of the norm, that everybody hops around. 
so I would just encourage you to follow things that interest you now yeah. and uh, look for mentors. Oh, look yeah. for if you look up to someone and uh, you know you respect what someone's doing and there's a spot for you on their team, uh, even if it's not the exact role you want to play, I would say join that team. Look for good teams and good mentors and then just figure out what role you want to play. And uh, even if the role you want's not open, uh, I'd say, yeah, find good teams and you'll uh, end up with good situations and in, in a good place. That's awesome. Wise words. Do you guys have like, does Red Zone have an Instagram or a Facebook? We don't have an Instagram yet. Um, that's uh, How do we in find work you guys? and being discussed. LinkedIn. We are <laughs> LinkedIn. all over LinkedIn. Uh, and of sense. course, the internet. Uh, we've got just our regular website. Yeah. We're in manufacturers, like I said, across the country. We're doing road shows. Uh, we're going to be at Pack Expo in Vegas doing cool. a community awards later this year. Uh, so there's just a, a lot of different ways to interact with us. If you're in the manufacturing world, you know, reach out. Yeah. Uh, you, we probably have a, a manufacturer near you, maybe someone you know and have connections with that's already using Red Zone. So a lot of people in the Red Zone community, even competitors sometimes, we're, we're even surprised at the tips and tricks that they're sharing. And uh, it's kind of, you know, there's plenty for everybody. Yeah. So uh, it's been fun. Heck yeah, awesome. Well, hey, thanks for coming and hanging out today, Sam. Absolutely. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Many thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this episode, give us a follow and click the bell to stay up to date on future episodes or click the link to watch another previous episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and please leave us a comment. We'd love to hear your feedback.